Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's show time! Your attention, please. One show for you to see. One for you and everyone. Oh, look at all the people. Pay attention, it's show time. I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Aloha. Come to the Tiki Room. Get your expialidocious tickets right here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This episode is none of your business, this episode number. So just get back to driving, sitting at your desk, pretending to work, and don't worry about what episode number or the day it is. Because if you don't know what day it is, then we do have a major situation going on here. But you are listening to an Enchanted Tiki Talk. And on my left, I have Matt. What's up, Matt? Hanging in, man. How are you? Good. I'm doing good. Over my right, I have Keith. Hey, Keith. Huh? Oh, you're <laughs> really enthusiastic tonight, Keith. Everything okay? Huh? Keith, what's wrong, man? Browns all skin. Feel good. Oh, man. What's wrong? Uh, I got stuck on the toilet at work and made a mess. Oh, okay, Keith. Alright, do you want to, like, sit in on this episode, or are you just, like, kind of depressed about the whole thing? I'm gonna go back to bed. Alright, Keith, thanks, man. Alright, see you later. <laughs> Bye, Keith. Bye, Keith. <laughs> um, yeah, so Keith, he left, so it's just gonna be Matt and I again, so, uh... We're sorry. Yeah, we are very sorry, but uh, not as sorry as I'm going to be when Matt takes over the show here in a second. Matt, go ahead. Make me sorry. All right, great. Thanks for just throwing me under the bus there. No problem. So a couple shows ago, you had thrown out some random trivia, and you said you would always like to be on the other side of it. So I figured we would just flip the script and let you show how much you don't know about Disney World. Okay. Sound fair enough? Yeah, hold on. Let me get Google going. Give me a second here. Sure. Okay, I'm ready. All right. So the first one I got for you, and I'm I, this might have to be updated. How many times has Disney World closed to the public? How many times has Disney World officially closed to the to the to public? So I know September 11th was the first time. There was two hurricanes. Three. Uh, I, uh, for the, uh, it's either three or four. I'm going to go with three. There was actually, what this is showing is five. I'm, I don't know with the, the last hurricane. I know they closed early. I can't remember. They if closed, they closed early. Back. Yeah, they closed early. So there was actually Hurricane Floyd in 99. So that was before oh, 9-11. I didn't know that. Uh, you had 9-11, then a power failure in 2002. A Hurricane Matthew in 2016 and then Irma in 2017. 
Oh, okay. Wow. I didn't know it was that many. Interesting. Yeah, it's kind of... And it seems kind of weird that it's all recently that it's happened. Yeah. So. Interesting. Really interesting. Um, I guess they had... I, I think probably just they've had so many more guests over the years that it definitely became more of a safety issue, issue with the amount of guests that they've had. I guess so. I mean, I, I know you can go through kind of peaks and valleys with hurricane season, right. and that seems to be... You know, obviously, the majority of why they're closing. So, yeah. Um, how tall is Cinderella Castle? Cinderella's castle is a hundred. It's either one hundred eighty-six or one hundred eighty-nine feet. One eighty. One eighty-nine. One eighty-nine is correct. Oof. Do you know how many bricks were used to construct Cinderella Castle? No bricks. Good job. I'm just trying to scroll through here. Oh, that's okay. These. You take your time. Which section of Magic Kingdom has no bathrooms? That is Liberty Square. That's correct. And the actual, I think the only, there's a bathroom in Columbia Harbor House. Which is right? actually in Fantasyland. Yes. Yeah, so I'll say you go upstairs and you actually go over into Fantasyland. Yep. So it was, that's kind of... And I don't want to get into it, but Google the um, why the the bricks are red, and then you've got the brown going down the middle of the yeah, square. I mean, it's not so bad. I mean, you can get into it. So basically, back in uh, the olden days, as we like to call it here, or the uh, early, you know, the 1700s, the reason for that was they designed was because back in the day there was no bathrooms in people's houses. So they, I forget what they were called, but you had um, buckets and you like would bedpans. Bedpans. And when you woke up in the morning, you would toss it into the street. In the middle of the street, you had all the sewage going down the middle of the street. So in that part of the park, you can see the. Uh, different color tint which represents the sewage going down the street and the average person does not know that and every time I go by I joke with Connor and say stay out of the poop <laughs> at least they didn't use the uh, the smell of vision at that part of it yeah so. right <laughs> alright so do you know the names of the six trains of Big Thunder Mountain oh I don't even think I know one honestly I, I always look at the names. I don't know if I was put on the spot if I can name them. Uh, so you've got I Be Hardy, I Am Brave, I Am Fearless, You Be Bold, You Are Daring, and You Are Courageous. Yeah, I, I would. I don't even think I ever saw the names on there. <laughs> I've, it's one of those where you, you, like when the train's coming in, I'll occasionally catch them or whatever, but I don't know if I have noticed all six of them, so... I think I'm going to have to try to pay attention because it'll be fun to a game play with Connor. And, yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Um, which attraction was flight tested by U.S. astronauts before it was open to the public? That was Space Mountain. Right. I thought I might get you that. I thought you might go with Mission Space. Yeah. it's yeah. Space Mountain was first. I don't know if Mission Space Mountain. I forgot. I can't remember. If I'm not mis- mistaken, Cosmonauts wrote it too. There's the Cosmonauts that have written it, I believe. Might have. Uh, let's see here. What is the largest pavilion in Epcot? The largest. Um, I'm going to say America 
just because of the footprint and the show um, with all the sets that it has. So I'm going to say America. Okay, now let me throw this in there. When it says pavilion, it's not just talking about the countries. It's talking about in future world as well. Oh, interesting. Um, That would be... Living, no. Living with the land. You're correct. Yes. Covers six acres. Really? See, I thought it might be the seas because as big That's as the aquarium is. But yeah, it was the land. So you were correct with that. Yeah. I, I, the reason I went with the land because of the Soren theaters. Yeah, that and let's see if does it go into the greenhouses and the labs right. to research various you know so yeah there's all kinds of stuff behind the scenes that you don't see so uh let's see um which world showcase pavilion is the only country to be sponsored and aided by a government that would be morocco correct i thought that might be a little easy Oh, this was a good one. I like this one. Um, how deep is the lagoon at Fantasmic? Oh, um, four feet. It's actually only 18 inches deep. Really? But it holds 1.9 million gallons of water. Wow. Yeah. I, I, that was like you. I was like, okay, that boat's going through. It's got to be at least like knee deep or something so yeah i knew it wasn't very deep that's why i went for, i was actually going to say three but um yeah no i was way off yeah uh let's see here how many carvings does the animal kingdom's tree of life have 100 78 no one not 100, just 78. You are not even close, my friend. No. Um, 325 carvings wow. of extinct or near-extinct animal species. Hmm. Let's see. Anything else that's decent here? Oh. How many hamburgers are consumed at Disney World each year? 1.2 million. Each year, guests eat over 10 million hamburgers... 7 million hot dogs, 1.6 million turkey legs, and 9 million pounds of fries. Wow. <laughs> That's The fry sounds a little low. Yeah, you would think it would be, but I guess some people will get just a burger and split fries. Or maybe, something yeah. Like maybe. Could be. Or, you know, they're just getting a hot dog for a snack or something. Right, yeah. Um... How many rooms do you think, resort rooms, do you think are at Disney World? 22,374. You're actually closer than I thought you would be. 30,843. Wow. And that's, obviously, this is dated because they just opened Riviera and all that. So, add a few more in there. Let's do one more. Uh, Let's see here. Let's see if I can make it a good one. Which legendary professional golfer won the first Walt Disney World Professional Golf Tournament? That would be Jack 
Nicholas. You're correct, sir. Man, I'm pretty good. I did better than I thought I would. Yeah, some of those, like I said, I was kind of skimming through. There was, a, there was a bunch in there, so I just stumbled across that, and I was like, yeah, we can use this for for filler sometime. Yeah, that's cool. I do it again. I think you did a lot better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with that, I want to thank you, Matt, for trying to stump the duff and uh, <laughs> send it over to Steve for the news. Steve, take it away. Hi, Steve from Disney Diary here. This is What's News. Travelers coming into Orlando International Airport can now get their first look at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge when boarding the shuttles to the airport main terminal from the gates. The shuttle terminal area has life-size depictions of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge that look as if visitors could step right into the land. In addition to the new wraps, there is a new photo location featuring droids at the Magic of Disney store in the main terminal West Hall. And speaking of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, the themed Entertainment Association recognized the new land with two Thea Awards for Outstanding Achievement this week. The land itself was honored with a Thea Award for Outstanding Achievement New Park Land and the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run received a Thea Award for Outstanding Achievement attraction. For those visiting Disney World in December, be aware that Disney has extended Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom park hours for the month. And if you plan to be here Christmas week, like my relatives, MK is open from 8 a.m. to midnight. And if you plan on visiting Christmas Day, not like my relatives, the park is open 6 a.m. to midnight. At Animal Kingdom on select nights, the park will remain open until 9 p.m., and Christmas week it'll be open until 11 p.m. The Magic Kingdom will be offering Disney early morning magic with special Cinderella experience for eight dates between February 11th and March 3rd of 2020. This is different from the extra magic hours. Here you pay an extra $89 to ride the rides for a couple of hours and get an extra special treat. And that treat, well, as a guest, and it is a Cinderella experience, you might see characters from Cinderella, such as Susie, Perla, Fairy Godmother, Drizilla and Anastasia, and of course Prince Charming. Not Cinderella. Uh, the special Cinderella enhancements will also include themed food and beverage offerings that will be added to the all-you-care-to-enjoy breakfast at Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe. And breakfast is available from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Walt Disney World is again offering its four-park magic ticket, but this time has an NBA experience as an add-on. The package includes one admission to each park, the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom. You can add a water park and uh, one admission to the NBA experience as your add-ons. This offer runs through September 2020. The Ron John Surf Shop opened its 12th location at Disney Springs. The 10,000-square-foot store is located in the town center section area, across from the Polite Pig. But the big question here is, when will Space 220 open in Epcot? We've all been waiting for the Space Station restaurant to open, and finally, there are job postings for four key front-of-the-house positions. It's supposed to open this year. It may have supposed to have been open now, who knows. But its delays seem to be keep taking place, and uh, the big question is, when will it happen? Finally, our sounds of the season this week comes from Disneyland.
please visit us at DisneyDiary.com for the latest news. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Diary. Now, back to the Tiki 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 Hut. All right, we are back from break here. I want to thank Steve for the news this week, if Steve did give the news, but I don't know yet because it's recording ahead of time. So, it's a mystery. But you already know. You know more than I do. So, with that, uh, there's a ghost in my room and something just moved. I'm a little freaked out, but I'll be okay. So, this week on the show, we are going to talk about something. Uh, we're going to go to the Magic Kingdom. And inside the Magic Kingdom, we're going to go to Tomorrowland. And we're going to choose two attractions here that we think are the best and the worst of that particular land. And inside that land of Tomorrowland, I think that uh, the best we both could agree on would be Space Mountain, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think it's a runaway favorite like some of the others, but I, I think it's probably going to be... The fa- I mean, if, if you're obviously if you're looking at wait times, it's going to be the the hands down favorite. But I think if you ask a lot of you know if you ask around, I don't think it's going to be the runaway favorite. I think you're going to have either Buzz or possibly the uh, People Mover you know, coming in a close second. You also have Carousel of Progress, which will uh, skew numbers as well. It yeah, it it will. I don't think it's going to do much as you know, either Buzz or um, People Mover, just for the sheer fact that you can pretty much pick and choose any seat that you want in there just about any time of the day. So, um, but yeah, it, it will definitely, you know, move some numbers that wouldn't vote for, for Space Mountain or whatever. Right. So, and then for the worst, we decided on that would be the Tomorrowland Speedway. Yeah. And again, I think we had to go with that because. Stitch isn't a year-round functioning whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I don't know right. if we want to deem it an attraction. Um, but yes, I would agree with that, that uh, the Tomorrowland gas fumes is the uh, the worst one there. Right. Okay. So with that, let's. I, I guess we can just alternate back and forth between the two. Uh, at least for now, we'll try to do that. Since we, we spoke about the Tomorrowland Speedway and you did mention the gases, that is probably one of the worst things about that attraction. Not so much when it's cooled out, but when it's hot out. Yes. The exhausts are uh, pretty tough to deal with. Yeah, and it, it always, at least for me, it never fails when you get in line with, with the kids that you get the the part where you're crossing over the track to come down and yeah. everything just completely stops and you're just, you know, you're almost asphyxiated because of the fumes and the heat and everything. And, you know, you finally get on the car and you can't see straight. And I, I guess that's one of the reasons they put those rails there is they knew that people were going to be so high on those fumes that they wouldn't be able to keep the, trip, the cars <laughs> on the track. I, I, I think I think you might be right. But yeah, I mean, just, you know, and it, it never seems to be a breeze Never. You know, especially when you're in the queue right there at that point, the breeze slightly just, just stops. So you just have to suffer through it. Yeah. And the other part of that with the exhaust would be the, the sun. When the sun's beating down on you, like you said, because there is no breeze at all, that it, it gets to be very difficult to stand out there between the sun and the exhaust waiting to get in your car. Because it is once... 
you work your way up there, it kind of moves really slow because a lot of the times, especially in the morning, they're opening only only running the one side. Yeah. So it'll take a while to get through there. Yeah, and you you would think at some point they'd be like, you know, let's put something where there's. I know that you can't enclose it. Well, I guess you could. You just have to have some air moving through there. But you would think they would do something better than just those umbrellas, which are just a tease because they never do anything to offer any kind of shade. It's right. just like they're just there for looks. So there's got to be some way they can come up with something to give you some kind of relief because you're standing on concrete, you know, right now in the middle of the sun. It's, it's just brutal. Right. So let's head over to uh, Space Mountain and let's start talking about the best of things about Space Mountain. And one of the best of things for Space Mountain for me would be the music score. I love walking through there and listening to the music. Uh, it always instantly, I always think, anytime I hear it, but I know that's distinct to Space Mountain. And to me, it's relaxing. I could just sit there and enjoy the music uh, not that I want it because I'm going out to the ride, but let's just say I had a chair or something like that. I could sit there and enjoy it. Yeah, same for me. Um, you know, once you first, you know, walk in the the kind of, I guess the majestic feel with the the trumpets and everything. Uh, I especially love the uh, Star Tunnel. Yep. There, there's actually a uh, an app I've got, uh, Subsonic, which is plays a lot of part music and stuff. They've actually got a channel that is just the Star Tunnel. Oh, really? So, yeah. So there, there will be times I'll just turn that on, and like you said, you know, I'll, you know, just sit there and just kind of just chill because it's, it's it's just a relaxing, you know, piece of music just kind of listen to. And it's funny too. Some of the uh, some of the ones you can find and pull up and listen, you can actually hear the the shuffling of people's feet as they're going down the tunnel and everything. Oh, really? That's so funny. yeah, it's 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 awesome. So. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with it. The music's the, it's the first thing that hits you when you get in there, um, besides the AC. And, you know, and, and it's it's really good, you know, uh, music that just kind of just sticks with you. Yeah, I think that was written by George Wilkins, who has written so much great Disney Park music. Uh, I mean, the list is just very long. I know he did the music for uh, um, Sunny Eclipse. You know, he was part of that and many other attractions in Walt Disney World so I, I would love to, to try to interview him because uh, I, I just think uh, it'd be interesting to hear from so maybe one day we'll talk to him yeah I mean I think that would be that would be fun to do you know just to kind of pick his brain to the whole music aspect because right you know that that just you can do and so much and you can also hurt so much with the the music you do and everything but um but yeah good good choice to start off with the music there all right, so we'll go do the best at uh, the Speedway. I'd be the worst at the Speedway, and uh, you tell me. Worst at the Speedway. We've already did the fumes. We did the heat. To me, I, I enjoy watching and hearing my kids laugh, but I hate getting off that thing and being beat and banging around because, you know, they obviously, help. You know, I'm a driver, and I can barely keep the thing off the, right. the, the rails. So, you know, and the, the, the steering wheels, they probably aren't, you know, the, the best as far as keeping it lined up and everything. And um, so, yeah, just getting off there and feel like you've just been beat up is one of the worst things. 
Yeah, I agree with you 100%. It's, you know, driving with Connor or Kelsey in there, man. And it's just, it's just painful. You're just rocking left, right, left, right. And it's, you know, people talk about um, how they get off the Space Mountain and they feel their back is all out of place. That's how I feel when I get off of uh, the Tomorrowland Speedway from getting rocked back and forth. Yeah, and, and yeah, it, I guess it's every dad's rite of passage because, you know, you're looking up and you see the other guys and they always have that, you know, I'm sorry look on their face. <laughs> right. And, and then they just start laughing at you. So, I yeah. mean, it's, you know, everybody's been there and done that. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, it's not... Uh, especially when the kids start finding it funny and they see that you're in pain uh-huh. and they just keep doing it on they purpose. They keep doing it, yeah, yeah I know. So I've had it before where the boys just let go of the wheel and it just, you know, just all over the place. And I'm like, all right, this this is enough. I'm going to take over now. Yeah, I know. All right, tell me the best about Space Mountain. Um, The best to me, and it's kind of changed a little bit when they did the last update to it, but when once you come out of... I guess the first part of the queue, but when you come into the where you can either go left or right, and you get the whole you know, the star field, and you see the the moons and the the comets and everything shooting across the the top of the uh, the roof of the build and everything. To me, that's it. It has a, a similar feel to Spaceship Earth when you get up to the top of it, and I just I would just remember as a kid just seeing that and just thinking it was so cool, and it always just you know. It kind of blows your mind when you walk in. You're like, wow, oh, this is this this be really cool to do. So, yeah, that's probably one of those things that I remember most about a kid. And so, you, and I never thought about it until you just said that. And it's just bringing back memories into my head of of, of going on Space Mountain for the first time and seeing that uh, how really mesmerizing it is. Yeah, at, su- at such a young age to see that and. Yeah, oh man, I'm really sitting back here and be like, oh my gosh, I, I do remember that and, and remember what that was like. Uh, and it's just things shooting back and forth and man, I just, yeah, I miss that. Now, I, I will preface that with saying that after I finally got over my fear, for some reason, I get, I'm thinking it's the dark, but for some reason it took me forever to finally get up the nerve to ride that, that roller coaster. But after I got over that part, I'm like, oh wow, this is kind of cool to come in here and watch and look at everything and um, but yeah, especially when you, you know, if you time it just right when you're on the, uh, on the people mover coming through, yeah. um, you know, again, it's kind of changed a little bit when they did the, the last update and everything, but you can get some really awesome views and you can kind of almost, you know, imagine what it would be like if you were you know in space seeing that for real. I know. Can you imagine that? Like you have that opportunity? I think it would be all, I would love to do it. I, I I know I will never ever have the chance because I'm not an astronaut and I don't have enough money to pay Elon Musk right. to go fly up. So you know, I'm, I'll just uh, I'll pretend whenever I go to Disney. Yep, me too. Um, all right, so now it's back to me for the worst of Tomorrowland Speedway. Okay, so one thing that's the worst is that uh, I don't know if you ever seen it or experienced it was that. Uh, in front of me, there was a buildup of, of cars because one of them got stuck going up the hill. And, and one of the cats, so, and then there's two other cars behind it who they all bumped each other. So the cast member had to come out and push the front, get out and push the front car. Mm-hmm. And then the second car couldn't get going because of the spot that it was stopped and had to push the second one. The third one ended up going. And then I was able to finally go probably 
two minutes later because I was waiting for them to, to get far enough away. But I couldn't believe that. It actually got, people actually got stuck in the one spot in the back going up the hill. I guess if you're not really paying attention, it, it could happen because even if you're going wide open, those cars aren't that fast. No. And if you come to a complete stop and try and climb a hill, I, I, yeah, I could picture it being difficult for it to, you know, trying to navigate up something like that. Yeah. But, but could you imagine that being your job? Uh-huh. You know, sitting out in the heat with your little water bottle that's probably already empty because you you know, drank it the first 30 minutes that you exactly I'd, I just that probably would have to be the one attraction that has the most turnover out of all the parks I would think uh, yeah, that's, that's one attraction I would not want to get stuck on I re- to, to work I mean there's so many attractions granted I mean even take the heat out of it it's just and the sound it's just the humming sound the constant humming sound I don't think I can yeah. deal with that I mean Especially if you're doing the the loading and unloading area, you're going to go home smelling like two-stroke engine for you know every time you leave. It probably doesn't come out even no matter how many times you you wash or shower. It probably doesn't come out of your right, skin. Right, I know, right. So Hopefully yeah, right. that. Well, that could have been. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I agree. Uh, so then it's uh, back to me for the best of Space Mountain, and I'm gonna to have to say the best of Space Mountain would have to be sitting in the front car in the absolute front where you have more complete darkness and no one behind you, you know, so you're getting that. I mean, you're going to see things coming up, but it's, it's such a better view because it's unobstructed darkness. You don't have any heads or anything behind and in front of you to distract the, the darkness ahead. About, 10 years ago I would probably agree with you now that that you know age is starting to show up and starting to take its toll on me I appreciate being able to sit behind somebody because you can kind of brace yourself and know which way you're going <laughs> but when you sit in the front now I mean again they updated it's it's a lot darker than what it used to be and you don't see these and you're getting jerked and beaten bang around the front of the car it's fun but you pay for it later so yes I, I appreciate getting being able to see sit behind somebody so I can see where I'm going <laughs> All right. So the tell me the worst of the Tomorrowland Speedway. Oh, let's see. Um, the worst of it is the amount of property that it takes up. Now I know it's changing with Tron coming in, but it still it takes up so much land that you could be better used for anything else you know I, w- I would like to see you know just something i mean extend you know fantasy land over a little bit longer or, or something i mean but it just it eats up so much property there that I, you could you know utilize it for something much better than than what it is uh, i agree with you it's it's one of those things where like you would think they would have uh, utilized that and, and put a couple attractions in there because the magic kingdom can always use more attractions and I was hoping that um, either they were going to update the Tomorrowland Speedway with Tesla cars or they yeah. would just replace it. I, honestly, I don't want to see it replaced because my kids enjoy it and love it so much. And it's going to be something I'm going to remember for the the rest of my life going to the Magic Kingdom, whether my kids want to go on it or not. Because it'll be one of those things where be like, you know, my kids are 25 and I'll be like, you guys want to go ride the Tomorrowland Speedway? And 
relive our when you guys were little? No, I don't want to do that. But you know, as a parent, there's certain things you remember and enjoy. Yeah, but like you said, you you would think that being Tomorrowland, there's somewhere they can bring it more into the future where it's right. not, you know, a little two-stroke engine or something that's Agreed. just yeah. So, all right, best of Space Mountain. The best of Space Mountain, and this is actually, I guess, going back to my youth again, and then this is for some reason just sticks out in my head. But I used to love if you timed it just right where the section of the track where you're coming through and the people mover kind of comes by you. Um, I think there's, is there like a rocket and one of the spacemen are outside yes. or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, but I used to, every time I go by, I wouldn't make it, you know, a noise the whole time. But every time I go by there and I'd see the people mover coming, I would scream my head off. Uh -huh. I have no idea why, but I would just, I, it was like, Oh, I've got to make these people think this is, you know, scary or something. And, um, but that always sticks out in my head and I always laugh now when I go by and see the people mover coming or if I'm on the people mover going through and a train passes by or something. So, um, I, yeah, it's just one of the things I had always enjoyed when I was little. Um, I mean, even now I scream like mommy help me when we get to that point, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I always wonder if like somebody's like passing through there and they, and they hear that. Well, that's, that's what I've, I've always wondered. Cause you know, when you're on the people mover you're so slow going through there and that yep. they pass you so quickly i'm like you if if you hear anything it's just kind of a and right that's yep. it so yeah all right so i'm going to throw it back to you i want you to tell me one of the best things about the tomorrowland speedway i'm river um swapping it all right so in and i'm sure this is probably the same answer for any parent but the best thing is watching the look on your kid's face you know from the minute they get to start to all the way around the track you know just the joy they get out of you know us driving a simple car around a track you know it's not going more than you know maybe a couple miles an hour but just the sheer enjoyment and joy that they have and that you know laughing all the way around that that, that just you know that's everything right there uh there's no doubt about that because it's like we said it's there's so many bad things about that attraction, but it's the memories of your kids and, and the smiles and the laughs that they have of driving the car because they've been in the car with you a thousand times <laughs> and they see you driving the car and this is their opportunity to drive, you know, like mommy and daddy do and they always get a kick out of it. They're always so happy. Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain, but you know, everybody out there, you know, this, this, you get in that same thing where, you know, I hate this thing. This is horrible. You know, it smells bad in the heat. And the minute you get on there and you pull out the thing, you're like, it's all worth it. Yep, exactly. There's no doubt about that. So I'm going to take the worst of Space Mountain. And I think, uh, you know, stepping away from, you know, people complaining that their backs hurt, which I have yet to really truly experience. The uh, for me, the worst thing is sometimes it's just the weight even yeah. when forget standby because there's times you can go on all the attractions are the same way but for some reason it's really frustrating when you're on space mountain and you're not doing fast pass and you see all the fast pass people getting in front of you yes you, you get really <laughs> I, it's just for some reason it always makes me so mad seeing that there uh 
but it, but it's just the the line overall. I mean, because that does break down from time to time, and it's not fun when it breaks down and you're there. It doesn't no matter what attraction is, it stinks when it breaks down. But uh, the line sometimes in there, man, you you get stuck and it's just not fun. Yeah, I think with it with it being more of a straight line instead of you know all the switchbacks, you can kind of you know, peek around and be like, God, there's a lot of people in front of us. And all yeah. of a sudden, you know, 10 or 15 people come streaming by and you're like, all right, come on, really, you know, run the fast pass somewhere else where I don't have to see all these people, you know, bypass me while I'm, you know, staring at, you know, another 50 or 75 in front of me. So, yep. um, but yeah, I, I agree with that. That's, and, and even back then, back in the old days when you didn't have fast pass, you, you had to pick which side you're going to and you'd get there and it would, log jam and then everybody go past and you're like man i picked the wrong side now i'm stuck so yeah so i know exactly what you mean well i enjoy doing that we should keep that going with uh other things in disney yeah i mean that's it's a good way to just kind of focus on a you know a couple attractions and you know go over good and bad and you know if we agree i think that's going to be the the fun thing if keep going around if we agree on what's the the good ones and I right. think the bad. I think the bad ones will probably have more of a uh, a different opinion than, than the good ones. I agree. So that's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at KingdomStrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at MousePros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check out our store at RedBubble.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. You can connect with us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can also leave us a message on the Tiki Hotline. It's 256 4 if you enjoy the show, please take time to write us on iTunes. You can find me on Twitter at Woman Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream. MouseWorldVacations.com and MousePros.com. And you can probably still find Keith sitting on the toilet at work. <laughs> I'm on Instagram at mholly 579 and Twitter is Matt, uh, Matt Ghost Opie. Uh, I want to say a special thanks to Steve for the news this week. Make sure you check out Disney Diary for all your Disney news. Alan, take it away, bud. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. So what if Steve didn't do the news this week? Then thanks for nothing, Steve. <laughs> I always wonder if like Keith ever listens to the episodes that he's not on. Nah, he probably got tired of. He's like, oh, Sean's doing something else. You probably. Like back when he used to come up with all his different like random Twitter names and everything. And... Uh huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you can find him on chefsonly.com. <laughs> <laughs>